0: Customization, transparency, profit. The Hedgebetter Sports Betting Platform is a revolutionary concept that creates a competitive advantage for every party involved in the sports betting process. We are putting the odds in your hands, cutting out the middleman,
1: and empowering a future generation of sports bettors. Look for the Hedgebetter Sports
2: Betting Platform coming in 2023. In the meantime, visit us at www.hedgebetter.com, follow us on Instagram at hedgebetter, and subscribe to
0: the Hedge Better YouTube channel. Hey, hey, long days at work, I grabbed my shirt, my bag we sent out the front line. Frustrations in my head just play so well, but it's no one's fault on mine. Long drive home, here we go. I play scramble pod through the radio. Cold betters with the boys. Hello, those links are my only home. go. go, go.
1: Ladies and gents, boys and girls. It's been a nice few weeks, you haven't had to listen to us idiots, but we're fucking back, okay? And so is Tony Finau, so is Sung J.M., and Thomas the Tank Engine Kim, he's here to stay, okay? This is episode 47 of the Scramble Podcast, presented by Hedgebetter. As always, it's Andy here, I am joined by my two esteemed colleagues... Timothy and Steven. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello.
1: Uh, guys, it's been nice. Two weeks off was good. But we got another two two or three here to grind out, and then we take another break, and then it's President's Cup time. Mm. Okay? Um, I'm not going to pretend like I'm as excited for the President's Cup as I am for a Ryder Cup, but it's team golf. So you know what? That, that, that'll get me out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, this week, it's sort of a ragtag operation. Look, I normally I write a lot of shit. We talk about a lot of shit. And this week, it's just going to be fire from the hip. What did you bring with you today? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We missed 3M in the Rocket Mortgage. And if Cam Ricciardi was here, our dear friend Cam, he would be elated. Tony Finau goes back to back.
0: Belly to belly.
1: Belly to belly to win both of them. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Going into the playoffs, too. Something to think about.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you saw like all over Twitter, it was like the floodgates are open for Tony Finau. Like, yep, his whole knock is he can't win. He just won two in a row, like down the stretch and
1: coming from behind.
2: Right? Yeah, he shot seven
0: under that Sunday. To oh win right yeah.
1: Hmm. So they, uh, the the uh, the golf subpar guys say Tony Finau, where he be now? <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, the only thing I'm taking from it exactly as you guys are basically alluding to, it's like. The guy needed to learn one thing, how to win. He learned how to do it. Uh-oh. He's <laughs> He hits absolute bombs. He's just such a smooth swing. But like control, He can putt. Yeah. It's like there's not many parts of this guy's game that when he's on where he's not a top five player in the world, the only thing I feel like it was was just mentally holding him back, like me when I stepped to the first tee with the driver. <laughs> <laughs> on the range, BBs. First tee, topped it. Yeah. And that Tony Fee now, he's just Tony Floodgates. Oh my god.
1: It's not it, top ten Tony anymore. Not no. It's Tony fucking Raging River Tony. Yeah. Okay.
0: This this could get very ugly for the rest of the
1: And of you the- know what? It couldn't have happened to a better guy. Mm-hmm. Name a better dude.
2: He is was rated number one nicest guy on tour by golf digest. Oh, I did
1: see that actually.
2: Mm-hmm. They did like a whole thing. Smith yeah. was third.
1: It's Jordan Spieth, third best guy on tour. I knew he was a good guy. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, I'm actually so happy. All the, the interviews after when he's like, all my years on tour, all it did was teach me how not to give up and how to just keep fucking going. And eventually it paid off. I mean, all and all the videos too afterwards, partying with his just insanely large family.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I and love and it. Did you see his wife posted that video of him dancing by the pool? And then dropped Hilarious. her phone in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you... She can afford a new one now.
1: Hey, not only can he hit like a 330-yard cut drive, he mm. can also dance.
0: Yeah, those hips don't lie. No.
1: Mm. He's pretty good at it. I mean, it's just, it can't happen to a better guy. Sunday, though, at the 3M on 17, he he almost did blow it. Puts his tee shot on that par three into the stands, which then juts back past the hole and is about to fall in the water. I think he had like a foot and a half mm-hmm. until it went in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was really good for me. You guys all got away with one because we didn't do Survivor that week, but he was my Survivor pick. So, uh, And then the following week at the at the Rocket Mortgage, I had Taylor Pendrith, who was leading after 54 holes, so he got away with one there. Uh, I'm not holding back. I'm getting good at their Survivor thing, okay?
0: <laughs> not bad.
1: Um, but Taylor Pendrith, I mean, sick ball striker, he, massive human being. Um, I think he could be a good staple here if he can just figure out some short game stuff, but like, isn't that, you know, that's the, that's everybody's bugaboo that really hits bombs. Um, don't know if you guys have any more stuff on those two tournaments, then we can talk about Thomas the tank engine. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, just two, honestly, three, it's tough to say cause I'm so happy for Tony, but like, it's just three filler tournaments to get me yeah. to the playoffs. Really?
0: It's wedding season. Yeah. You know, people have started to pay attention to NFL camps. Yep. So this it's a it's a little bit of a lost time, but playoffs are coming. Yep, that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And before I I transition back to you, I just wanted to say, you said it's Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Are we sure it's not Thomas the Wagon? Yeah. Because he, this that guy, that guy can hit the ball.
1: He's no joke.
0: As first,
1: yeah, actually, to us by Tim. Please do, credit. Do you, do you want to like
0: just yeah. take a yeah. moment for a victory lap? Whip out here. your
1: balls on the yeah, camera. Yeah. Do you
0: want to? Yeah. It's all you, Timmy. Oh really. I do not even get a chance to bet him. <laughs> no.
2: I, I took him at St. Andrews where that was his worst result in like six months. But no, I, I I, mean, like Steve kind of alluded to his swing is like, that's gotta be already my favorite swing on tour. It's so smooth. And he is, I mean, he quadruple bogeyed the first hole and then went on to win a tournament. It's that's only crazy. happened five other times since world war II.
1: So he was 29 to one at the beginning of the week. He quadruple bogeyed and went to hundred and twenty to one oh, on that second hole.
0: Hundred and twenty. Yep. That's imagine hitting that live. Deck. Just so tw- the, the people are worried about the Mega Millions. Yeah, no. Like this is an easy way to get yeah. rich. Just yeah, bet Tom Kim.
1: Yeah, dude. And I also love he's, I mean, he's so young. You you do hope that this holds up and this isn't just like a young guy gets a little bit hot and then we never hear from him. I would like him to be a staple because he seems like a good, you know, young kid, mm-hmm. pretty well spoken for being what is he, 21? Mm-hmm. 20? Yeah. And uh yeah, I'm I'm all in on this kid, I think. He's smiling out there, he's laughing, he's having a good time. Good for golf, I guess. The thing I did see though is a lot of the writers are saying he's the next Sung Jae. He's the he's the he's the new guy. I
2: think he's might already be better
0: than He might that. be
1: better though. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just think of Sanjay as like mid range guy, shows up and, and will, you know, like top 15, a couple of important tournaments, maybe win one. He's won two. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like Sanjay is just like, yeah, good, not great. So that's perfect segue. Like, I feel like this kid has the potential to be great.
1: I know. So keep an eye on him, guys. Sanjay, though, he's in good form right now. That puts him top 10 Comcast business class, top, Comcast top 10. And I'd say he had a quietly good year. I don't think we were. I wasn't throwing a lot of money around on him, to be honest. No,
2: No problem was he's a Florida stretch guy, and he didn't play well there this year. Yeah,
1: fuck. I know. He's Uh, like a
2: sawgrass. So I think that gave people like a bad taste for his year, but he actually played all right. Yeah.
1: Um, Rookie Max McGreevy plays his way in. Really cool story there. Uh, First year on tour, gets in at like 122, something like that, 120. Um, oh, we lost Tim. Uh oh. Tim?
0: Yeah. Oh, my video. Yep. <laughs> um, uh <laughs> leave it in.
1: Terrell Haddon had a good week. Russell Henley, that that rat bastard, he had another decent week. Mm. Um, and then there's two things we gotta talk about before we get into the who's in, who's out. Will Zalatoris fired his caddy in the middle of the week. Crazy move. What's going on here? I don't know. I, I, like that. that would, What's I, worse, switching putters in the middle of a tournament or firing your caddy?
0: I've, I I don't know because I feel like if you're switching your putter, you're lost. You have no confidence. <laughs> At least with the caddy, it's just like yeah, you might have that confidence of like I'm right, you're wrong. Fuck you! I'll I, like I'll do this myself. Like I feel like you can kind of justify that in your brain. If yeah. You're switching putters. You're you're in a tornado and there's no way out.
1: I. Here's what must have happened, that it'll never come out. Obviously, he says, oh, it's the hardest decision i ever had to make. He's one of my best friends, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. yada.
0: Best friend, you know, fuck off midweek, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm sure. You couldn't wait till today. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Or perhaps in two weeks when the playoffs are over. Mm -hmm. Uh, It must have been, my speculation, is that during maybe... Wednesday, it started. Thursday, they disagreed like eight times or something crazy. Mm. And then that made Willie Z go back to his hotel, Airbnb, and he's like, I can't fucking win with this guy. He's holding me back. Something had to happen because a lot of guys change caddies, but it's always off-season. Or it's always like, oh, the caddy's old, he's going to retire, but they have a guy they like anyways coming in. It's never like a – the only other instance I can think of is Bryson. Last year. Remember we ripped
0: on. And we said, "Bro, like, oh, I forgot. About, uh, yeah, yeah." And if if that's your barometer for whether or not you're you're having a normal one, as the kids like say, yeah, yeah. So totally that, normal. That's uh, Willie Z. Bad
1: luck. Bad luck. I I am weary now. I will not be placing any dollars on him for D&B. the next couple weeks. He's he's That's a DNB for me. Okay. Unless he shoves it up our hoop and still plays well, because then it's like, well, do caddies really matter. For some people, no. Hmm. Uh, but man, you couldn't wait. He, it was that bad, the argument. But you know what? Guy's a pro. He's gonna win majors on this tour. I I in my opinion, he's gonna be a staple here. He's what 24, 25. Mm-hmm. He's got a long career ahead of him. I'm sure this will be forgotten about in years, but goodness, like, just couldn't wait. So, Shane Lowry, we can talk about the Austin Smotherman thing here, Tim. Yeah. Describe describe that. You had you had it better. What what happened?
2: So basically the cut, there was a log jam. I think it was one under. Um and Long story short, there was a rain delay. Smotherman, he has to pick up on Saturday morning on the 17th. Uh, He's got 12 feet for birdie. That birdie would have put him within the cut line, would have knocked others out. So ends up paring that hole and then double bogeys the 18th, which means Lowry (laughs) and a bunch of other guys make the cut uh, that they didn't think they were going to make. Also bumps Smotherman out of the top 125 on FedEx just a brutal break um but i mean you you got a birdie putt on 17 that you got to think over all fucking night long to make your first i believe it is yeah um fedex cup playoffs that's that's not easy
1: so it was what it was like 64 guys yep or 60 something guys when smotherman just had to bogey 18 i I think right i think it
2: was well, you might be right. So yeah, because so I think then they double as well. So then he
1: doubled and then leapfrogged those next seventeen guys, whatever it was. I
2: thought he needed a birdie,
1: or maybe he needed a birdie. So, so, yeah, yeah, something like that. Where it, you know, how they always do it's you know sixty five in ties. So like that just propelled fifteen more guys. Like that's how Shane Lowry finished t eighty three after making the cut, which is like s- the highest I've seen. Because <laughs> it's always you know this many in ties. So he thinks he misses the cut. It's sad. It's uh. What Friday uh, did he yeah, he finished Friday night before the delay. gets Lowry, on his yeah, gets on his PJ, and then all of a sudden I see on Instagram he's like he's like on my way back, and he's putting up the thing from his flight, and it's like flight lands at you know 10: 35 and his tea time on Saturday of around three is like 1150. No oh boy. <laughs> kind of funny. Also another Bryson reference. he's the only guy I remember doing that last year left too early i'm sure it, maybe i'm being naive maybe it happens a lot more than I, we think
0: i feel like it happens a lot but a lot of guys will just at that point write it off
1: They're like you know, yeah, yeah
0: fuck it i'm out <laughs> but i mean but i mean this is like week before playoffs you have to you have to turn that plane around yeah bro. but if this is the john deere classic do, do you care no yeah wd
1: wd <laughs> um that'll do it guys the Wyndham. what a tournament go go tank engine go so now it's a special time of year. So the, the other fun thing about the Wyndham, besides it being just like the most exciting tournament of the year, is that you get to watch the live FedEx. I was honestly having more fun watching the live FedEx Cup standings than I think I was the actual tournament. Um, Ricky Fowler, 125,
0: last guy in. Skin of his teeth. That, this guy <laughs> refuses <laughs> to go away. He refuses to leave the zeitgeist and he missed the, of cut. the world of professional guns. He missed
1: the last two cuts he was in.
0: Yeah. And he gets in. He, like, that guy's got a horseshoe somewhere in his body. <laughs> Not going to speculate go right
2: where. For him to make the 125 was crazy, too. Wild. I read it somewhere.
1: Uh,
2: remember that like,
1: one. some sort of. I know we always like, yeah, just retire, just retire. I mean, now look, he's guaranteed if he makes it to next week to make another 200K. Like, that's last place. How the, are Yep, thanks. I mean, the most dangerous man is someone with nothing to lose. <laughs> and because he's in last place, he quite literally has nothing to lose. Um, the only the other thing is, if he doesn't play well this week, in danger of losing his card.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, oh, no, no, I lied to you. He, he's in. 125, he's in.
0: I feel like he's got to keep his card at this but point, right? Some, there's some stipulation, the yeah,
1: because his players' win Playoffs? has now run up. That 20... When did you win the players? 2017?
0: It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah.
1: That players' win, exemptions, that's up now. Oh, boy. Okay? We're playing with his own money now. <laughs> he's betting with his own mm. credit, all right? Maybe that's the turnaround he needs. Yeah. to hold his feet to the fire. I know. It's just like you watched... I don't even really watch Rick. I just follow like the tracker. The Ricky Fowler Legion. That guy is also delusional. I don't know if you guys follow that guy. He's a, he's like, ah, five feet for birdie, just missed. Can go three under on the next two holes to to, to 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 tie for the cut. Yeah. He's always so positive just about it. Just a hole in one and a far away, that's all. The funny thing about Rick is that he's like, he's going like OB off the tee, and then he's sticking his third to like 10 feet, missing the 10-footer and bogeying.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like he's or he's hitting his drive in the fairway and then going long having to chip back on having a comeback two for putt. par yeah. yep two putt bogey.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's, that's literally like <laughs> you just described my game to a t. And that's one of my on days by the way. But
1: we're not professionals. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh it's incredible. Good for him. Uh we'll see we'll see what happens with that. Webb Simpson gets in barely. I believe he was like 119 118. Patton kazire Uh Stu 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 Sink gets in. dougie Gim The Glove, Lucas Glover, and Jason Day, some of the last big names that qualified. So they're all going to need huge like top 10s, arguably, to get into the top 60 that move on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Last few out, sad story, Austin Smotherman. Uh, Masters champion, Danny Willett.
0: Still unbelievably.
1: I'm still so, so butthurt about that. Tim's guy, Cam Champ, doesn't make it. R.I.P. I I know. Uh, Yes. What? (laughs)
2: That is just outrageous. Yeah. I, I figured he was I didn't I figured he was
0: safe.
1: Did he play a ton of events? Like he I feel like, like I, I did, the did the not season. see no, his name
0: right. on many leaderboards throughout yeah. the entire year.
1: Uh and then Harry Higgs, the last few out. And now we can get into a really sad segment. I wish I could play that uh that uh Sarah McLaughlin song. I will remember you. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Matt Wallace, he's a big name, but he already said he's playing Ferry tour finals, which is if I'm a just missed guy and I'm do I play it? Yeah. Absolutely. Why? Why not? I know it's another week. You don't want to. You want to probably. You probably played so much golf. I get it.
0: The fuck you got to lose. But if you can play Your a tour if you, card,
1: if you yes, <laughs> if you can play big time golf next season, you play Corn Ferry Tour Finals. I think that's such a no brainer.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that was what Ricky did last year. Remember, he said no. He said no. I'm not playing in that. Didn't play final stage. Whatever. Danny Willett lost his card. His Masters exemption is up. <laughs>
0: Go That's, be a tour pro.
1: Let's go go play DP tour events. It, mm. You don't need whatever. Yeah. Uh, Harry Higgs. So we were all a little bit surprised by this, but apparently he only had three top 25s and he missed 17 cuts.
0: Yeah, that is just... Is crazy.
1: Didn't you? It sort of felt like he was okay. Wasn't he in the lead at one of the majors at one point? <laughs> yeah, uh, the PGA. He was
0: always in yeah. Kiowa, right?
2: He was playing well. Yeah. He's so... Uh, his presence is so like big on TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know... See, like, a uh, Harry Higgs hole out, it's, like, huge deal. And, the and like, he
1: ripped his shirt off at 16. Like, that was awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Zach Johnson, Ryder Cup captain, lost his card. However, he's 14th on the money list all time, which I believe top 20 gets an exemption forever. So I think he still gets that. But also, like, we were talking pre-show. It, he's going to get some sponsors' invites to yeah. some of his, his favorite tournaments, I'll say. Hmm. Uh, Rory Sabatini. He only had one top twenty-five. See ya.
0: I've heard he's a good guy, right? Yeah,
1: just a just a stand-up mm, guy. Yeah. Uh, the seagull, Charlie Hoffman. That's what happens when you complain, buddy.
0: Mm. Look what I happens. Really
1: look consequences
0: meet actions, or other mm. way around. It's funny uh, how that works. Ac- actions meet consequences. Funny yeah.
1: how that works. Uh, <laughs> Brant Snedeker. We were surprised by this one. Mm. Has nine wins all time.
0: He's won well, at Harbor Town, so he's, yeah. uh, he's one of my guys now by default. <laughs> so sad to see him go.
1: PGA champion. Oh, no, I'm talking – and the next one, Jimmy Walker. PGA champion in 2016. That exemption is up. He was 190th this year. So that's a, that's a see-ya, and that's not even a Corn ferry final stage invite. That's yeah. like a
2: – He's like 40-what. He's old, I think.
0: Let's see.
1: But, like, that's – a lot of these guys, like, Charlie Hoffman finished, like, 180th. That's also not a Corn ferry invite. Like, is this the time where these guys hang it up?
0: Jimmy Walker's 43. 43. That's, that's actually not, not, that's that's
1: not as old as I thought.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, but, like, Roy Sabatini's really old. I'm sure he'll go. Like, ZJ is also pretty – he must be mid-40s, too. Um, but we'll see. Uh, that'll pretty much do it, guys. It's sad. You don't want to see guys that we like, you know, lose their cards. But if you can go play final stage, go do it. Otherwise, we're going to see some big names playing corn hmm. ferry tour events next season, <laughs> which just only sucks because it's you know like guys like our boy Jimmy Nicholas, yeah. doesn't get to play because he's big guys. But whatever. Yeah.
0: That's the thing is like that we need fresh blood.
1: Yeah, I'm with do, you. Do we
0: really need Danny Willett and Zach Johnson in tournaments anymore? We don't
1: need Danny Willett ever. Yeah, I'm good on him.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: Um, this week in golf, you guys PGA responds to the Live lawsuit, says it's all false. Uh, to catch you up. Liv Golf is saying that the tour uh, illegally told guys they can't go when they could. It's all semantics at this point. It's all this whole thing, investigation about whether PGA breached things. It's all going to be, he said this to me and Liv's going to say, yeah, you said that. And they're going to say, no, we didn't. And I think absolutely nothing is going to get
0: accomplished. They're going to file this lawsuit in a jurisdiction that they know the the judge yep. It, whichever circuit they're on it's going to be pro-live <laughs> to yeah. start and then Monahan's going to escalate this up the chain they're eventually going to get it to another court that's going to throw it out that's what's going to happen
1: oh 100% yeah.
0: they're not going to find them but in the meantime that's going to grant legitimacy to live when they, when that, when they win that original suit yeah. you, c- you can just see this coming back, Absol- 100% you know, mile away
2: And I, I had no idea where you're going with that so I'm going to say I had no idea where this was <laughs> going <laughs>
1: No, but I mean, think about it. They're basically just, they're throwing out saying, it's basically like I opened up a rival pizza shop and you told people they couldn't eat my pizza, but they actually could. And then they're going to say, oh yeah, 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 you're right. They did tell people that. And then it's going to go higher and they're going to say, no, no, no. We said our pizza is just better. And then they're going to go, oh, okay, yeah. And that's the decision. There's nothing.
0: Yeah. And even still, it's
1: like, you're not. At this point now, all this is doing is just like public slander.
0: Hmm.
2: It's so stupid. It's so stupid. We're gonna get to see Phil's financials disclosed. I is would love public? that. Now
0: that by would the way, be a FOIA request. Uh, I would love to see.
1: I was on a little a little mini vacation to Martha's Vineyard this week and I cracked into my Phil book by Alan Shipnuck. Oh boy, guys. Wild. This guy.
0: He's a douchebag. He's a
1: real piece of work. Wow. Uh, very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. I will say there are a lot of people that he interviewed for the book. That did say awesome things. So I, it's like, sort of wherever Phil kept you is yeah. how you thought about him.
0: Yeah, Shipnuck did say in interviews, it's like there's going to be some things you read about him in this book where you're like, fire him into the sun, yep, because he's a piece of shit. And then there's going to be other things that you read where you're like, damn, good guy. Yeah, it's it's like he's such a complicated person. Like, man. um, it's crazy. It
1: actually might have been uh, Lucas Glover, one of the tour pros. His wife had just got diagnosed with cancer. And Phil knew one of the uh, the oncologists at MD Anderson like personally, and mm-hmm. said, "I'm going to set you up to get the care from from the be- one of the best oncology hospitals in America." And it, it did happen, and she and she like ended up She's being fine. Condition? She beat yep. it. Yep. So he's like, "I have nothing bad to say." He did something
0: so selfless for us that he didn't have to do. So I'm very oh, conflicted. Yeah. There's a lot of different stories. Who would have known that human beings are complex creatures? <laughs> I personally thought you could just judge a book by its cover, but
1: and. He starts the book with a quote, and it was throw the first punch because Phil got in his face and said, If you have a problem with me, throw the first punch.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: I also like think that <laughs> Shipnuck guys a loser but uh, it might, might just
1: be See one. I thought so too Tim and then you learn in the book that him and Phil like go to dinners their wives are friends mm. they they're like buddies
0: Apparently Shipnuck like texted him like time and time again looking for quotes and like hey I'm writing this like I <laughs> need you to verify or I need you to give me your side and Phil just like <laughs> You know, he, he just basically ghosted him. Is yeah. What, is what Shipnuck was saying. No, here, Alan. Who knows the, you know, the, the legitimacy. Of l- legitimacy or...
1: he, no, he writes that. He's like, hey, I'm very close with this. Amy, also, everything in that book about Amy mm. is just, she seems like an absolute sweetheart. Okay. She seems like a great person.
0: So, and that makes you think, it's like, okay, if, if she's a great person, she's got to have some sort of good judgment of character. So maybe there's something in Phil that she sees and loves, which makes her stick yeah. around. Could potentially really be a couple hundred stuff? million bucks. But... What? is
2: it the money stuff that really seems like his that's the bugaboo like is that just driving everything else
1: money and he is very concerned about his perception to others he all basically all he cares about is how other people think of him
2: he's power egomaniac
1: yeah and uh they you know obviously the gambling thing is like guys have told stories like they would play a practice round and phil would just try to Bet like an insane amount of money on things. And guys be like, whoa, dude, relax. uh,
2: I'd love to see his (laughs) records from his bookie just for like one week. Like Tuesday night, 50K on the Seattle Storm. There is a story
1: in this. And I want, this is the last thing I'll say. We'll move on. There's a story in this book. I won't say the tournament that he's playing and he didn't think he made the cut. So he made an absurd amount of AFC championship bets Hmm. on the Baltimore Ravens. I'm sure you could surmise what years. When they were very good, he put like, like, ungodly amounts of money. This was
0: the double pass to Amendola, wasn't it?
1: Something along those lines. (laughs) And he had a secret earpiece in his ear and a radio in his back pocket where he listened to the thing because he had so many bets on it. He was playing in a Saturday or Sunday round in a tournament. His caddy was like, "Yeah, I could honestly couldn't bother him. He wouldn't talk to me all day. He was listening to football in his earpiece."
2: That's kind of awesome.
1: It's it's kind of I mean like just just the biggest degenerate gambler stuff.
2: It's just oh,
1: but like, bro, like his caddy's like, dude, we're like kind of in this tournament right now. Like you played well Saturday. Like what are we doing? What yeah, are we like, doing like here?
0: Let's make a run at this back nine and like it's make bones. yourself some it's money. It's
1: sorry, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of who it was. It's bones. Yeah. Um, Fucking, hey. unreal stuff. Anyways, the Nick Faldo tribute. Did you guys catch that?
0: Yeah, very. That that was a tearjerker for sure. Honestly,
1: I got a little bit choked up.
0: Mm. If you didn't, you're a psycho.
1: He's, you know, he talks about I'm I'm 65 and I've gained three brothers, and they're all crying. How about Jim Nance? Like not crying. Is that guy just the best at everything? No, he's so professional. He, He like drove the whole thing.
0: He's. Hey, the, the whole the whole production of it, the whole uh, the whole video, if you go on the PGA Tour uh, Instagram account, I think it's like five, six different swipes left to right. And it's uh what each each video like a minute yeah. long. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a couple of minutes long. It'll take some time out of your day, but well worth it. I mean, if you, if you appreciate the game of golf, if you appreciate Sir Nick Valdo and what he's done for the game. Yeah, it's it's a good watch. And it definitely drums up some feelings. Tim, did you have anything that uh that you took from it?
2: uh Not really. I'm not a huge Nick Faldo guy. Okay. Uh, why is that? I don't know. I, <laughs> I I don't know. He seems to be obviously he's important to the game of golf, but I, I don't I don't think he's like the best announcer. No, in the world. no.
1: He's a decent color guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: he's, he's he's notorious for like the why did he pull driver there call.
2: Yeah, like that stuff. Like that stuff irks me beyond belief. <laughs> so that that's probably why my.
1: No, I'm with it. you. It's sure. just. I think, uh, and I also liked that during the whole thing, they just said in the, in the next steps, they were all happy for him and no one like bad mouth to live. I thought that was a very good thing. Mm. Um, And then another live thing, they announced that they're going to play way more events next year, which sort of shatters the, I'm so happy I'm playing live golf because I want to spend more time with my family and play less golf. Mm. So that's immediately out the window.
0: Yeah. But I mean, they at the flip side of that, they also got guaranteed money. Now, oh, what, I know. so what's that contract look like now for P Reed? Right? They had, no, Who, no, they had
1: to have known this was in the plan.
0: But do you have to now play X, Y, Z amount of tournaments, or is it you? Know, you get this guaranteed money to come over to us, but then you can pick and choose your tournaments. Cause that's very interesting. To I'm see.
1: guessing they're gonna make them play more than what eight events. Yeah. <laughs> So no matter what, it's going to be more. And also the the way that they're pushing this like team thing, which is so so stupid. Mm. They're trying to make the teams like franchises. Like we support the like you know you're a Steelers fan. They're trying to make you're a Four Aces fan. Shut the fuck up. No one cares about the team thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, what did? Uh... Pat Perez, he won like a couple million bucks because he just like. Bro, he's like. He fun- probably shot like a 77 and came in like second to last place, but just because he's on DJ's team, he made a ton of money. Dude, he's like
1: 23 over in his last couple of events, yeah, yeah. and he still won a love, ton. Love Pat Perez. Me too, but bro, like, like,
0: don't I mean, pretend like you're the You're on the coattails, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got Ryder Cup feel out there. Shut up. Um, all right. Lastly, Colin Morikawa's clubs were left unattended on a tarmac, and I think that speaks to our Stevie versus Shipsticks.
0: Just logistics in general, between airlines, ship sticks, everything, it's all horrible. How (laughs) have we as a society, (laughs) we have built a fucking telescope in a society. (laughs) We've built a telescope that can look like 20 million light years into the past of like, Of like, like trillions and trillions of miles away and we can see clear as day the night sky but we can't get golf clubs from one destination to
1: another metal sticks
0: without some fucking asshole (laughs) making twenty dollars an hour working some union job for tsa just grabbing thousands of dollars of worth of heavy expensive customized equipment and just humming it in the middle like onto like a 97 degree like tarmac
1: his bag was what is happening was in a case (laughs) on the concrete in between a bunch of planes yeah there's, there's I'm surprised they didn't
0: run over it. So with I'm saying one of those things,
1: those things that pull the planes yeah. that they're buzzing around. He's like literally watching it through the window. I mean, I would have been having an absolute meltdown.
0: I would have tried to deboard the plane. Like <laughs> I would, have, I would have tried to get onto the tarp. Like those are my children. Yeah. Are you kidding?
1: Imagine. Although the good news is it's not like TaylorMade doesn't know exactly what he has yeah, and they wouldn't I mean, just make it again. And they obviously like, have
0: the truck right on. The but
1: floor.
2: he's th- a millionaire, so he's probably like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's cry right. for the millionaire.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess. Hey, I like Colin. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into it this week. It's the playoffs. It's the WGC FedEx St. Jude. Um, and I think we have some notes on this year's playoffs.
0: Yeah. Uh, per. Kyle Porter on Twitter, so just want to give credit where credit is due. The purse. The, this uh, this indicates that the live yeah. tour has put the appropriate pressure where the pressure needed to be, uh-huh. and now the tour is responding in kind. They got to pay their guys. They got to let these guys know. You know what? If you go through this grind of thirty, twenty five, thirty, thirty five tournaments, if you make it to the playoffs, you got to be rewarded with some fucking cash. Some cash. Cashola. $75 million is the total purse from this year. That's a $15 million increase from last year to this year. Uh, $18 million to first place. How are you? How are we doing? Uh, otherwise known as the entire career earnings of Brad Faxon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, okay for me to take a shot at him because that dickhead like, completely ruined a Donald Ross treasure in Providence, Rhode Island, where I'm from. So it's like, if you're going to turn that into a condo association, I'm going to take some shots at you. Go fuck yourself, Brad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the top seven all get $2 million plus the top 10, uh, get at least $1 million plus anybody who makes the tour championship guaranteed half a million bucks. Anyone who makes the BMW, which is the right next round, uh, 175 guaranteed. So they're throwing money out there. They're letting these guys know, make it to the playoffs, make, you know, just be that top 60, make it to the BMW your expenses for the year are paid effectively, you know? Uh, So, Hey, good for these guys. They do grind. They do deserve this money. Um, yeah. I mean, so it's, this is in a direct response of market forces at play, which I think was the net positive we were all looking for from the live saga. This is the the good fruit that it's bearing. There's obviously still some ugly fruit, but at the very least, Hey, we're going to see, Bigger paychecks. That means it's going to be more intense. There's going to be guys trying so much harder. I I think it's good for golf. All things considered. What do you guys think,
1: Tim? Tim. Tim. My God, he can't even hear us. Tim. He died. You dead?
0: Yeah. No, there we go. (laughs) I still can't
1: see you. By the way, yeah, I can hear you.
2: What do you? Oh yeah, I get. I have the. The screen above, like the. I don't know how to describe this. Yeah. Like I can see I'm not on the TV, but I can see myself in the box.
1: Is your camera on? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Anyways, keep going.
2: Uh, All right. Wait. Now I lost your thought. No, no. Question. We were just talking this is about really good podcasting. <laughs> this
1: is good. This is good audio. Uh,
2: what, what was the question again?
1: Just yeah. talking about, like, just the more money now that the players get for this, pretty much as a direct result of yeah. the live pressure. Um, yeah.
2: So I was going to. Cause this week I thought a lot about like how the playoffs for golf, it's like in any sport that should be like the the penultimate event, right? Like the one that gets the most hype. Um, And because golf has the majors, we don't get that. So I was thinking they should just throw an obscene amount of money at the FedEx cup. But I mean, That's a pretty decent amount of money. I'd say $18 for first place is good. But, like, how – I don't know. How do you make the playoffs more interesting? You get what I mean? Yeah, match play? I don't think it's match play. I think you almost need to condense. Like, I think 125 is too many. Oh. Do you want to go right to 60? You have
0: 125, keep the card, but – Maybe 75. 75? Yeah. And then you cut down to 50 and then I don't know, I I think well, I don't know. Like it. do you like do you
1: make it seed it? No, nah, I mean maybe the maybe last Maybe you
2: thing. integrate the majors more heavily in like
1: the playoffs. Like maybe there maybe the playoff standings at the end of the year is solely based on majors? Yeah.
0: I don't know if it should it's, be solely it's, it's based probably, on majors,
1: but mostly
0: Definitely a heavy weight to it,
1: but that. But then that's the other thing. Will Zalatoris doesn't have a win, but played unreal and all those. But like Sam Burns has three wins this year. Like he technically should be better, but he didn't play as good as Will Zal. Zell- Will is yeah, and either. I know
2: they give out different points, obviously for the strength of the field. But like, yeah, guys who are just grinding out really good finishes at like the Barracuda and <laughs> shit like that. It's like, sure. are you really one of the top one hundred and twenty five golfers on the tour? Yeah, I don't know. Placing well and shitty turn. I, I don't know. It's You're just right. such a unique like system because it's golf is so different.
1: Yeah. I mean, John Rom famously says like the playoffs are flawed.
2: Yeah. He's yeah.
1: like the, the system that's in place is not good. Like there should be a heavy reward for being in the top 10, not just two strokes on the field.
2: I think that, see, I think the stroke thing is crazy. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't have a good alternative to that. So I don't know. This. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I just think the playoffs I think that they could do, they could, uh, a good rebuttal to this whole live thing would be to somehow figure out a better regular season and playoff format.
1: Yeah. Like maybe the playoffs is just that top 30 and they play like, three weeks in a row. Are you even
2: remotely as for okay this yeah. as you were for any of the majors? Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. exactly. I mean, I'll get I'll up,
1: do. I'll get up for East Lake cause it's an awesome course and it's the top 30 finally. But like yeah. this week and next week, like, all I'm looking for is for some Cinderella like last year at Van Royen. Like I'm just looking for some big story because I know the guys in the top 20 right now, as long as they don't like, they're gonna make
0: next week. Like it's just, yeah. I'm only worried about right now the guys that are 60 to I, 120. I like that exclusivity point that you made. If you just take those top 30 guys, and be like, hey, so look. after the Wyndham. Because if you only have to make the top one twenty five, you're gonna take more tournaments off. You're, yeah. It, you're, if you're, you know, right on the cut line, like uh, of in the middle of May, what do you give a fuck, right? But then if you un- if you have the understanding, it's like no, top thirty make it. I need to show up at every single event. I need to put in the work in the off season. Yes. If I if like if you're if you're gonna toss that guaranteed money out there, and that's my goal, that's my objective, that's my incentive. Humans respond to incentives, right? That's that's our nature. It's like. If you're going to make it even more super exclusive and you just give us those 30 week, you know, week in, week out of the playoffs, three weeks in a row, that's going to jump me up and that's going to give me a lot more excitement. Why don't they do that? Because you're going to have the most dominant fucking golfers in the game, in the best form, the best guys. Like if if John Rahm is going out against, I mean, I love the guy, but Kevin Kisner.
1: Let's do that. Why don't, what, what are we doing? Why don't they do the top 36 and they play three weeks in a row, mm-hmm. and your aggregate score over three weeks is the, the champion.
0: Cuts yeah. or no cuts? That no, might be, no. That might be an interesting...
1: Because no. if you say you win one, come in fifth, and come in 20th, you're mm-hmm. probably going to win because you won one.
0: Yeah, true. And you can you know restack the point system for the playoffs specifically as compared to... Like and like
1: and we'll keep season. it sort of the way that it is. Yeah. You're guaranteed some dough if you make did
0: this. We, just, we, just we, I, we
1: might have just solved it. I think I would love that. Okay. And they don't play the same course.
0: Jay Monahan, just in case you were wondering, uh, that's going to be a $250,000 consultation fee.
1: Yeah. So the top 125, keep your card. After 60, we'll give you all, yeah, 170, 60 to 30, 175K. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. 30 and on, you now have a one week off in your plan for the next three weeks. And that is going to determine who wins this thing.
0: That's exciting. That that is balls to the wall, top of the top, cream of the crop. Like that's the guys that are because going then out there it also
1: shit. matters who's playing well. Because like take let's say for example, Scotty didn't win those last two, and he all of a sudden was so hot earlier in the year, and then wasn't at the end. I'd be like, he's not going to win this fucking thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas right now, it'd be very hard for him to not like shit the bed and not win this.
0: Yeah, that's the th- yeah he caught fire in April and May. And now hes it
1: has been okay. He top twenty a couple of, like he's obviously yeah. top twenty, top ten. He's but still, he didn't, he's still a yeah. top ten golfer in yeah. the world. But 100%. like, he, he,
0: but he's going to have such an advantage heading into East Lake as as long as he you know, shows up over the course of the next two weeks. Just has Whereas to basically if you start from scratch.
1: You just got to come in the. He's got a top forty this week, top twenty next week, and he's going to be fine he's a th- he's like 1500 fedex points yeah which is all- which is like two small tournament wins yeah. over people what's
0: a win 500 points
1: i think it's like eight. 800- is 800 or 500 i don't remember either way maybe that's the new system i don't know we solved it uh the tpc Southwind, not a crazy course it's in memphis it's gonna be really fucking hot um a lot of water here mm-hmm. although not A um did you you did your little write-up or you want me to keep going? Okay, all right. Well you you can take this. All right, right. go ahead.
0: Course report brought to you by Stevie Course Reports, (laughs) (laughs) TPC Southwind, Memphis, Tennessee. Established in 1988, designed by Don Pritchard. Uh and Fuzzy Zuller was a consultant. remember Fuzzy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He 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 was a consultant during the design process. I thought that was a fun fact. And if you're not having fun in life, what's the point? Uh they did have a big renovation back in 2004 to modernize and strengthen the golf course. Uh, nobody has broken 20 under par for a tournament ever since. Wow. that Since that 2004 reno. So that's something worth noting. Uh, then they did another renovation back in 2020 just to uh, to fix and modernize some bunkers. And they did extend the par for 17th hole, which is the 17th, 18th are going to be very fucking exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that now plays as 505 with a, a split creek in the fairway. So that's interesting. Also, another fact, fun fact here. Since 2003, Southwind on PGA Tour events has had 5,989 balls that have found the water. <laughs> that is the most on the PGA Tour. The next three are Sawgrass, Muirfield, and PGA National. And those are all in the uh, around 47 to 4800, whereas Southwind is 59, almost 6,000 balls in the water. So this has the potential to be an absolute bloodbath with water balls. Oh, Jesus, maybe I don't take Victor. Uh, Siwoo Kim recorded a, historic, a, a a 13 on the island green, which is the 11th hole,
1: yep. par three. It kind of looks just like 17 at Sawgrass. Doesn't Very it? similar, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it's a par 70, 7,244 yards. The rating is 75.6, and the slope is 149. Tough course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bless you, Jay. Bless you. Uh, yeah, I, that isn't, I mean, 70, almost a 76 rating. That's pretty
0: pretty wild. Um, Meyer, Zoisha, Tees and Fairways, and Champion, Bermuda, Greens. Uh, for the Greens, we'll get to it, but that doesn't really matter. No. Um, actually, yeah, that's the next point here that I'm making. Uh, the Tour's lowest three putt percentage <laughs> is at TPC Southwind at only 1.44%. Uh, the highest percentage of made putts from five to ten feet at sixty point five percent, and a fifteen to twenty five feet at eighteen point eight percent. Putting does not matter. Okay,
1: Tim, do you yeah. think this is it doesn't matter if a guy's good at putting, or do you think this is you can get a re- you can bet on a guy that puts really well and he'll dominate.
0: No, I think it doesn't matter.
1: Okay. Very interesting.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: But I, it never matters, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just ask Rory at the open. Yep. Um. <laughs>
1: do you see, how, talk about reading the room. Golf Magazine put out a poll that was like, if you have a 10-footer to win a major, who do you want taking it of these five? It was like Rory, Spieth, like Cam Smith. No, no, not Cam. It was like Rory, Spieth, uh oh jason day uh and two more guys that just like weren't very good and the comments were like i would take zero of these people it was like jordan Spieth is 140th in the world from 10 feet jason day is about 101st and then the, the reply to that was like jason day would withdraw before he hit this putt the other one was like rory mcelroy and then some guy goes i'll bet on him if it's not sunday it was fucking unreal. I was like, guys, you just picked like five dudes who just bath. wouldn't hit 10 foot plus. Oh, Anyways,
0: um, par fives and par threes real quick. Only two par fives on the course. There's the third hole, 554 yards. The 16th is 530 yards. Both reachable, but both surrounded by uh, both water and bunkers all over the place. So yep. not exactly going to be the easiest holes if you are not accurate. That's going to be a key this week. Uh, par threes. The 4th, 196. The 8th, 178. The 11th is 162. That plays as an island green. And the 14th hole, 239-yard par 3. The entire right-hand side is water. Do God. not hit a cut.
1: I was I was <laughs> hoping that you were going to say one of these was like 120 because I love hitting darts. Mm-hmm.
0: I do love darts.
1: I want every course to have a short par 3. Let every
0: course f- should have a par 3 under 130 yards and at least one drivable par 4. That that would be my Agreed. metrics to I'm to set you. up a PGA tour course.
2: I think the par 3s over 200 yards are stupid. They're wicked know. stupid.
0: I, I get it. Up to 215, I get it because that shows your skill and your ball striking. With like a
1: 6-iron or 5-iron, sure. Yep. If but if 239, over, I don't want to. That's stupid. What are you pulling a 5-wood? Yeah. What are we doing?
0: Yeah. Like what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a.
0: That's insane. Whatever. It's ridiculous. Uh, the average par four length on the course is only 449 yards. You factor in that the average guy in the tour, especially in the playoffs, like is going to be going about 300. So you only got about 150 in on average. So uh, you know, not terribly long course. Uh, only four par fours over 475.
1: Except for 18 is a monster, though.
0: 18. The uh, hole is the most dramatic and creates an excellent finish. It's almost a 90-degree dog leg. <laughs> Uh, And that's over a massive water hazard. So if you lay up uh, and you stay a little bit more to the right and you go shorter, bunkers come into play on the right. And if you go long and left, you got to clear a big old lake and a lot of water. Um, Cam Smith came into this tournament, I believe it was last year. He was tied for the lead at 16 under. Doubles because he goes in the water, finishes T5. Jesus, This is a finishing hole. All right. So Um, average score in the hole for what it's worth 4.14. So it is above par.
1: Oh, all right.
0: And then a quick weather report, Stevie weather. Oh yeah. uh, Clear high eighties Winds four to six miles an hour.
1: So that's muggy.
0: Yeah. It's going to be muggy as a motherfucker. Thursday is going to be the scoring round because it is going to be raining Tuesday and Wednesday. So you're going to have nice soft greens. You're going to see guys throwing absolute darts on Thursday is my personal prediction that completes everything on my end. Gentlemen,
1: I don't have much Get betting this week. I, I know I said it before the show. No one in this field is going to figure out their game right now. So my I would urge you to take someone that's in good form. Yep. And that doesn't just mean that they played the Wyndham and they, they played the 3M. Like just the last times that they played, if they played okay, if they played decent, then I'd bet on them over somebody that like just got in that's playing like shit
0: and even if you just focus on major form too right it's like who's the guys that can rise to the occasion yeah anything tim no (laughs) Uh,
2: that's good for me i mean this is the time of the year when you play like the studs like it's really i'm not digging at the bottom of the leaderboard for a long shot
1: no way yeah i'm with you that's uh that's pretty much the formula here guys don't I know we say for the majors, don't overthink it, but it might even be more for the playoffs. Like, these guys deserve to be here, so you may not even have a chance to overthink it. Facts. <laughs> um, all right, for my jacket pick, my bet that's going to hit, a Cam Young top 20. He strikes the ball around as well as anybody right now on the planet. His question mark is usually, honestly, the putter, uh, and then around the green game. But from whatever you can read about TPC Southwind, missing greens long or short left or right so as long as it's not water you're going to be okay Mm -hmm. Um, greens will be receptive I think it'll be fine for him and with survivor I know there's a lot of water and I have used a lot of the I've maybe used everybody in the top 15 except for like Hideki which I don't trust because he's in bad form Uh, I'm going with Victor Hovland and because he's the last like big gun that I haven't really used yet
0: ball striker yeah
1: ball striker doesn't have
0: to be great around the greens um, no
1: he can just be okay and then next week and the week after you guys are gonna see me scramble a little bit so and i love when they say the title of the movie in the movie there you go big brain yeah
0: timmy what do you got this week who's uh who's jumping off the page at you
2: so my survivor is gonna be can't like uh,
1: if i had him i'd fucking play the shit out of him
2: um yeah again just real straightforward there yep Uh, My top 20 is going to be Xander, who I think, uh, in my mind, had the best season. Uh, All right. And uh, I think this course uh, is going to rely mainly on keeping it in play off the tee and then uh, approach. And Xander is, I think, top four in this field uh, over his last 24 rounds in approach. So uh, that's my guy. I mean, uh, kind of two of my guys.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm with you guys. Uh, Strokes gained off the tee stroke scanned on approach, definitely going to be the two most important. But I also think distance and it's not necessarily just with the driver, but with this, uh, with this course, it seems like you really have to do a bunch of hazard management between all the water and, and then they subsequently will throw in at different, uh, you know, points throughout the fairway, some pretty difficult bunkers, which have all been you know done and redone again, multiple times over the course of those renovations I was talking about. So, um, yeah, I, I thankfully I haven't used the guy yet, and it seems like it's a good time to
1: use him. So he
0: rips up this place. Yeah. Justin Thomas as the survivor, and I'm going to even jacket him as a top 10. I'm feeling confident in my guy, JT. Do we want to go over any additional names that are jumping off the page at us, or do we want to just leave those on the cards, and you guys have to just uh, earn our bets by going to our Instagram and looking?
2: I'd say one uh, caution that really jumped off the page was Sam Burns. Yep. Um, Yep. He had... Uh, he has good result here, uh, second in his only start, but he cannot find the fairway right now off the tee, and with the penalty strokes, I think uh, I think he's in for a tough week. I think Sam Burns is is in for a tough playoffs. I think
1: so too. I also think uh, probably flying under the radar, even though he really shouldn't be, is John Rahm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think he can be absolutely fine here because he's one of the better drivers on the planet. As long as he can put that ball around there and play, he'll be fine.
0: And it's not a putting contest. And it's
1: not a putting contest, which he hates. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm also like think about Steady Eddie, like Homa. Homa will be fine here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Sung Jae is in great form. I would look. I would look at him, and I would look at Tony. I know you don't want to bet on the guys that just won, but like, kind of at this time of the year, maybe that's okay.
2: I mean, also Hideki he, Matsuyama looks completely lost.
1: Yeah, I. Will not. He's the he's yeah. 11th in the the FedEx. So, like, even for I'm not even going to touch him. I, I think he's very that success was early on, and mm-hmm. I, I'm worried.
0: Yeah. Just uh, seems like he's afraid to pull the trigger, right? He can't commit to anything right now. Yeah. Uh, my I'll, I'll just give one name. Seems like a long shot, but between distance and uh, an approach, I feel like this guy is an opportunity. Scott Stallings plus 330 on a top 20. Dude, I love him. That's that's decent return for a decent shot yeah so that's uh obviously we'll put out the full cards you guys have to go to our social media yep. at
1: is at it the scramble the pod
0: scramble pod yep
1: the scramble pod all one word you know where to find it we all repost it uh, yeah guys it's the play beginning of the playoffs next week will be a little bit more exciting playoffs? the following will be a little bit more exciting than that uh and then we got the president's cup we're wrapping up season two of this of this motherfucker so uh with that i don't have much else anybody i'm good
0: Patrice Bergeron and David Creechie. Welcome back to the Bruins. We love you.
1: <laughs> All right. And football's around the corner. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Have a good time. Go out, play some golf this week. See you guys. Hey. Hey.
0: hey. Long days at work. I grab my shirt, my bag. We sent out the front line. Frustrations in my head. Just play so wet. But it's no one's fault but mine. Long drive home. Here we go. I play Scramble Park through the radio. Cold bears with the boys. Hello. Some semi-